Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time you guys are listening, welcome back to The Shift. It's morning time in sunny New York City, first week of May, and the the spring has really started to smile upon us here in New York, which has me in the the cheery mood. You may or may not be able to hear in my voice, my cadence, and my power of tone. Uh, I'm also nervous slash excited because... This is our first episode with Acast. I had mentioned once or twice that we were making a change, but uh, finally it has happened, and we'll see. We'll see if that helps uh, get the get the podcast out to more people, maybe more people outside of Ireland, and uh, most importantly, hopefully, it gets us up on Spotify. The battle continues, but hopefully, we'll be up there soon. Anyway, this is The Shift. Katie and I did a great chat with Shane Smith, who's the co-host of the Freaky Geeks podcast. And it was a really fun conversation. Uh, One of the rare men that we've had on the podcast. Only our second male guest. And um, ah, it's just fun. We started off chatting about pubic hair, which, as you know, is a a favorite topic of myself and Katie. And then we got into the world of uh, nerd culture and sex and the connections that they have, which is really Shane's area of expertise. Um, chatted also about not falling in love with your co-host, which uh, Shane may or may not have done. I'll, I'll, leave the, I'll leave the surprise till later on in the episode. And we have a really fun chat about kinks because they talk a lot about kinks on the Freaky Geeks podcast, particularly BDSM. So if you're into that or curious about that or read Fifty Shades of Grey and piqued your interest in that world, then you definitely need to stay tuned to this episode of The Shift with Shane Smith. And I'll talk to you afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Can we begin by talking on a general topic that's come up for us a lot? Which, yeah, yeah, yes, which, please. Which is pubic hair. Interesting. So number one. Yeah. Do you have pubic hair? I run a full Wookie. So you're fully hair. Yeah, yeah. I trim a little because it's like, well, there's... Peer pressure, no? 
Uh, no, I just like don't want. I just like so. I just don't want just like a thicket of, yeah. of pubes, you know. <laughs> but like, so I kind of like trim it a little. But like, it's fine. There's, it's all down there. You know? Katie. Yeah, no, I trim a little, just a little. But but I'm you a, still have pubic hair. I'm a pube girl. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's the best. And I have a full. I have I have full. But I have to say. Only because I've moved back to the United States in the last five years, because I'm from New York originally, but I've been back here the last five years, only because of a little bit of the pressure of dating American women, I have done a little bit of grooming, but only just a touch of trimming. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Just barely like around the edges, yeah. just so that it's not like so insane. Like, I don't want to look down and see just like a woman's face engulfed by hair. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't want suddenly, suddenly this blonde woman has an afro. Yeah, it's like, this is a different woman down there. I, I want them to find my clip. But, um, so just a little trim. Plus it just feels, it's like a little more comfortable, I think. But yeah, no, definitely. But I was telling Des that I was at the gynecologist the other day and she said that there's a huge epidemic of women and men getting gentle warts and herpes because they're shaving their pubes. I don't understand the connection. She said that it's an extra layer, a barrier, a defense against it. And she had information on the wall that I took pictures of. That's yeah, and she's also Googled it in the meantime. Now, I didn't know that. I just, I'm just obviously 43 years old, so I have seen mm. the eradication of pubic hair in my lifetime. That the is great, The great pubicide began sometime yeah. in the late 90s. But I didn't actually know that there are perhaps negative health effects to the eradication of pubic hair. It was 96% of Americans had, when they did a study, had, were, ta- were shaving off their, or getting That's rid of their hair. Yeah. Insane. I will say that I very, I so, so, so rarely see girls that have a bush that when it happens, I'll like, I'll, I'll vocalize. Yeah, I'll be like, hell yeah, girl. Like, oh I'll say something. The amount of men who've said to me, you're the first woman I've been with that has pubes is like shocking. I'm like, it's, it's womanly. Like, I want to be with a woman. Yeah. And there's nothing like, listen, women can do whatever they want with their bodies. I'm totally fine with people who want to shave. But, like, if I had to pick, of course I don't want to be with, like, it's just weird. It's like, I don't, it's, it reminds me of a car. Why does your vagina look like the hood of a Ferrari? <laughs> like, I want hair on it, you yes. know? Like, it's weird to me. It was also as well that it helps uh, with sex. So for uh, any male or woman who, it, the, the hair follicles, there's like nerve endings. So it helps you enjoy sex better. What? Yes. And it's a natural lubricant. And no, I, I didn't get the natural lubricant part. Oh, let me get my phone. Uh, yeah, I but just while you're getting your phone, I, according to Google, according to her doctor, mm. it was herpes and genital warts. But according to Google, it's definitely a protection against genital warts, yeah. which does make sense in that, if, well, particularly if both people have pubic hair, there's an opportunity to not have skin-on-skin contact in a much wider genital area. Yeah. That, I, I thought to get genital warts, usually you have to... The skin has to break in some way or another, doesn't it? Like I actually don't know, but I, we're just going off of Google here. I'm well. This was well, by the way. This just happened. In fact, we hadn't even we we hadn't even planned on discussing this no. with you. Ooh. But when Katie said that this was at the doctor, I thought we've discussed pubic hair too much to not come back with a bit of evidence Boom. on what we yeah. might be giving up. She congratulated by me. She was like, "Oh, I was prepared to give you this speech. I can't believe you have pubes." And I was like, 
I was just like, I just said, I'm a, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> Nailing it. But, you know, but I... Most, for, for the record, most Irish girls do shit. No, I know. Too, so so I can't even be like, I'm Irish. I just say that. <laughs> I say that to men who men have had sex with and they've been like, oh, you have pubes. I'm like, yeah, it's like an Irish thing, even though I know all my girls shave it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I never knew as well. I never knew who, who, how to do it. No one sat me down and told me. And I was like... I just was like, oh, that seems like a lot of effort. I, d- I just never got into it. You, you know um, what group of women don't shave? Asian women. Oh, well, yes. that, that That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, he I, said I this lived, before in the I podcast. lived in China for two years, <laughs> and they don't shave it. Some of them don't shave their armpits either. But uh, Oh, really? It's a natural yeah. lubricant because the pubic hair helps to control the moisture of the area by wicking it up and away from the skin. So there you go. This decreases the chance of yeast infections and skin breakdown. Oh, well, oh, there you go. Skin breakdown. I don't know what that means. There's the go. I think that's the part that I was trying to. I don't oh, know. I'm not yes. a scientist. I, I, I was. I, so when I do shows nowadays, I, I have various routines where sometimes I talk to somebody in the front row about it. But if ever there's a young man in the front row, mm. I'll ask them, do you shave your poops? And often some of the older members of my audience will gasp at the shock of asking that question. But then they will die laughing when the 17 year old is like, yeah, like, of course I shave my pubes. And it's actually a shock for a lot of people, like, in their 40s and 50s, yeah. that it's become so normalized. That I think there's an acceptance that young women do, but it, it's a bit of a learning curve for older people to realize that now young men are doing it, too. Yeah. Do you think it's porn-related? But that, oh, that, that's the so. assumption everybody makes. But they can't... There's no proof on that, but it has to be. Well, yeah. I've said it before on the podcast, but I honestly just thought that American men had less hair because I didn't realize. I honestly, I didn't know what manscaping was or whatever. And my boyfriend now is not from here and he's the first guy I've been with over here that has had, that has pubes. Huh. That I was like, I was nearly about to say it to him when I saw it. I was like shocked because I've, really? yeah. I've been here five what years. I, am I just sleeping with polite women <laughs> who are like seeing that I have so much hair and they're just like... <laughs> Don't say anything, Carol. Just suck it up <laughs> and just have sex with this guy and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it, 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 somebody said it to me once, like, "Oh, I haven't, I haven't been a guy that has pubes in a long time." And I, like, what? I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I will never shave. I had testicular cancer when I was 24, and when I was under, they obviously they shaved one side for the operation. Yeah. And the growback period, like, I cannot stand yeah. the, 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 the shaven feeling. Yeah. So I, I will never. I will. I'll have no problem with a trim. In fact, I quite like the neatness of it but i won't I, yeah. I won't shave yeah i'll be waiting for that trend to turn oh yeah that's weird i'm i i'm also waiting but in the meantime i'm gonna run it how i run it so but now we have now we since we're part of the pubic care society <laughs> we, we we have uh we have evidence to say that actually there's a, a negative health benefit pro, neg- negative health effects pro pubes podcast that's what we are height <laughs> height and sensation as well come on it's uh says the nerve ending so that's for the yeah, i know i like to, I, I, I don't understand is that is that because like the from the hair from pulling? the from the pulling okay I'll, a I'll, sensation in the in I'll that read. area it says at the bottom of each little hair follicle, there is a nerve ending. When you brush across each hair, it sends a little sensation down the shaft of that nerve ending. These shaft, what a nice word. These different from other nerve endings that we have on our skin for the pressure and temperature. All of these sensations are registered together in the brain. The result being the light, the feeling of light touch. Pubic hair doesn't keep... Okay, uh, you go, anyway, basically it's good, okay? Yeah, people like when you play with their hair. <laughs> so yeah, why would they not like the yeah, sensation yeah, yeah. of... A, a pube uh, yeah, Next time I sleep with a woman who has pubes, I'm just going to reach down and grab them and see how she likes that. We'll see what happens. I had, I, I, I did, uh, I was with a woman a few years ago that had, uh, that had pubes, but it was definitely a thing. Other than my time in China, it was a thing of like, well, but I, I asked her and she was just like, yeah, I just don't believe in getting rid of them. Yeah, good for, it's so much work too. 
Oh, well, oh yeah. I. Well, most people just get the laser now, right? Then they don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I used to try and do like the sides a little bit, and I used Vite once, and then oh, do you know what happened to me? Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Uh, I was my Deb's ball, and I was like, oh, I that's do her it. prom. Prom. I do like a nice little like square shape, and I put the wax on the wax strip on, but it hurt too much. I couldn't take it off. So my oh, cousin no. cousin was all my family were downstairs, and I called my cousin up, and she came up and had to rip it off for me. So. Oh, no. you, then, you so were I ripping just, off your own? Yeah, I just wax? put it. I didn't know, and then I tried to, and I couldn't, and then she ripped it off. So I just had one wonky side half hair bald vagina was you not didn't oh, do one the other side you didn't no i them. fucking didn't hurt too much i, <laughs> I was like we're done <laughs> so the so the debs didn't go the way you were planning yeah we didn't have sex that night anyway we were too drunk so <laughs> what <laughs> oh yeah i guess you can yeah i don't know you're irish don't <laughs> no 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 stereotypes <laughs> no i mean you guys can drink when you're 18 oh oh yeah well, thank, <laughs> so thank my God. bad. <laughs> we've got we got a few yeah. negative comments from people who, yeah. when we have a like the majority of our guests have been have been American because we record yeah, here yeah. mostly in New York. But if they make a, a, a an Irish stereotype comment, sometimes I get I, I get messages back about like oh, really? it's just an Irish stereotype. It, I, it is funny as well because I don't drink a lot, but there are many people here like okay, so I work in a bar and I'll give out shots for like free, you know, to get a good tip. And they'll be like, "Where's your shot?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm working." And they're like, "Just have one." I'm like, "I actually don't really like drinking." And they'll always be like, "You're Irish. That's so yeah. weird." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're not Irish and you're like drunk every day." Yeah, so. you're like a you're like yeah. a bar fly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't understand how Irish people have the rap for drinking. Has anyone? met anyone who's russian ever oh, yeah i know well they yeah. actually what? have higher consumption rates in russia <laughs> yeah they're literally drunk always <laughs> why do you think they're wearing those track suits so you yeah, can't tell the str- they, they can just sleep anywhere <laughs> well you know why because the irish are uh, when they're drunk they're quite extroverted yeah. whereas russians just like extrovert is just never a word that you discuss you know, <laughs> or like fun or like they never look like they're happy so you assume they're not drunk you know so yeah. so it's it's hard to get the it's hard to, for them to get that stereotype yeah you know? if you google russians having fun it's a video of a guy on fire or something. <laughs> You're like, what is happening in Russia? Now our Russian, now our Russian fans are going to be like, hey, enough with the Russian stereotype. We know how to have fun. But anyway, before we get too sidetracked, okay. Um, so Shane, yeah, you, 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 you have the Freaky Geeks podcast. Yes. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you when you tell somebody I have a Freaky Geeks podcast, how do you describe it? Um, I usually our tagline is uh, it's a podcast for degenerates and nerds. Right. So, so yeah, yeah. It's just we talk about uh, sex and nerd culture kind of together, which are two together. things that don't normally go together. Which is unless a, it's Revenge of the Nerds. Unless it's Revenge of the Nerds, and which has, has be, they've had to look back on that and controversial, that. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. I have never seen this. Is this a movie? How old are you, Shane? I'm 32. Yeah, but you're obviously part of your the, the nerd culture, I guess, is, is being aware of the oh, movie Revenge of the Nerds. I'm very aware of Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, we, won't bo- we won't bore you. Okay. Let, let, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll we'll, go watch we'll, it. We'll, yeah, go watch it. We'll keep focused because it's like a whole other... Yeah. Post Me Too, they've had a relook at Revenge of the Nerds. And, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole know, thing. It's, uh, a, it's, it's a whole thing. But we're, so you talk about sex as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Quite a bit. Good. Uh, we have a. But a, how do you marry the two cultures? So um, we are both heavily into nerd culture, and then my co-host had done like BDSM um, photo shoots and porn, and she was really into shibari, which is Japanese rope tying. Which I only heard about very recently. Yeah. So, and a lot of women and men do that, not only sexually, but because it's just like a form of meditation, sort of. They just want to be like out of control and hung up like in a hallway or whatever. 
I personally don't like that at all. I'm not a fan of being tied up, but so she's into all these things. And so um, sex and, and nerd culture are like more married than people think. Cause like the cosplay community, which is people who dress up as characters, uh, the people who are the most famous are women who do it in a sexy way. Because of course, anywhere that there's people who are having fantasies about being like strong or brave or powerful or whatever, they're also going to have fantasies about having sex with people who are strong <laughs> or brave or powerful or whatever. So, um, we, and I guess that makes sense: fantasy and fantasy sex. and fantasy and sex. And um, also, as we did the podcast more and more, we realized that uh, nerdy people are nerdy about sex. So oh. uh, people who are nerdy are like wildly extroverted in, in uh, the small chasm of what they're interested in, right? So like if you're into uh, comic books, people are like hardcore into comic books. Uh, I think very few like regular people manage to like drum up that much passion about something. But the people who do also happen to usually be drumming up that much passion about sex. So they're in these like weird niche communities where they like are into BDSM or key parties or Shibari or like um, all these other weird sort of key parties are still a thing. Yeah, still a thing or, you know, whatever they're into. And so uh, we kind of married to both. We just talk about them uh, quite often, but uh yeah, we're interested in like all these different sex communities, and we've done things like go to the AVNs. What are the AVNs? The AVNs are oh, like the, the Oscars for porn. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Got oh, to, the, uh, I, I don't. What, what's the the Adult Film Award? The Adult Video Something Network Awards. Oh, right. Why is it named AVN? I don't know what it stands <laughs> for. I've seen people Instagramming from there. Like Lisa Traeger went there. I yeah, noticed, and a few wow. people. Uh, you know, from like the New York comedy world have been over there. I've yeah, yeah. I've seen quite a, there was some wild stuff going on there. But that place, it's a convention. And so I go to a lot of like nerd conventions like Comic-Con and stuff. And I will tell you that that porn convention is the nerdiest convention of all the conventions. It's literally dudes who are like, I loved you in Anal Blasters 9. The scene you did at three <laughs> minutes in was amazing. Like they're, they're nerdy about porn the way someone would be nerdy about Star Trek. It rules. So let me ask you though, are, do you put yourself in that level of nerd category about things yourself? Yes. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, I have no ability to like restrict myself. So if I'm interested in something, I just go the whole way. Whatever that part of my brain that's supposed to like stop you uh, is from having, mo or the part of your brain that gives moderation is gone for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly, because I'm just covered in tattoos, right? Yes. Like, I, that's a thing. I wanted tattoos, so I had to get all of them. <laughs> if I love a woman, I'm going to ruin my life over it. <laughs> if oh, really? I'm, yeah, man. <laughs> hardcore. If I'm, if I'm interested in comic books, I'm going to read every comic book I can get my hands on. I'm going to learn everything I can. If I play a game, I want to be the best at that game. If I do comedy, I'm going to go all the way and dedicate my whole life to it. Like So in terms of... Uh Sexual stuff. Did you nerd out on anything? Yeah. Okay. So I've tried. So the thing about sexual stuff is you try everything, right? And then, or you want to nerd out. So you're like, I'm going to try BDSM. And you're like, uh oh, not for me. That was a horrible plan. <laughs> you, were, you weren't into that. No. So I'm, I'm not into that either. So it turns out like everyone thinks I'm like this crazy sex guy uh, and I'm super vanilla. Like, I just don't, I don't want to get hit. I don't want to like put in work for sex. Like, there are people who, get off on like they're like boss me around while you're at work 
and you're like, what? That's so much. You're, I'm not even with you, and we have to do sex stuff. Like that's too much. Yes. yes. So there's no. like. So you don't really. You wouldn't put yourself in having any kinks category. I. I mean, I have kinks, but they're like really small. You know, they're not like. Uh, I mean, there are communities of people based around certain kinks, but my kinks are like silly compared to people who are like their lifestyle is a kink. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my kinks are like stupid stuff. Like I like drool and spit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) are you just drool on her? No, no, no. Like a girl. Like if a girl's giving you head and it's like really like gross, you know, or just like sloppy blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, um, I like female orgasms or something. Like I get off on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, if a girl's like not quiet, or if a girl's quiet or like reserved during sex, like we're not gonna date there's no way no okay so So. just out of curiosity would you say to her i prefer if you were a bit more vocal yeah yeah i would be like um i don't know that i would in that moment because it seems maybe inappropriate and it could be my fault right that i'm like not doing a good job (laughs) i'm open to the fact that maybe i'm not doing a good job so i would be like i think but before i had sex with someone i would have told them all the things i was into i'm way big on like communicate all your sexual proclivities before sex that way you're all on the same page. And if it doesn't work out that time, you 100% know that you just don't have chemistry. There's no like, well, we should stick around and waste each other's time for another two weeks. And yeah. I'll kind of tell you what I'm into. Like, no. Tell her everything. Get in there. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. On I mean, to the we're, next we're, one. we're big fans of communicating on this podcast. But yes. do, you, do, you, do you really feel like you should say everything straight away? You don't keep a couple of things in the, when, when, you know, when we're getting bored or ahead other stuff i don't know i don't think so i'm an all or nothing guy so you just let it all out on the table oh yeah 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 if we start talking about it i'll just like i'll just lay it all out but you wouldn't do that on a first date would you unless we were talking about yeah unless it came up naturally right yeah 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 i would never i don't think i would like um if we were just on like a first date and i didn't think i was going to go home with her i definitely wouldn't steer the conversation that way yes yes because that would just be, you know, then it looks like you're yes. you're trying to do something weird. Yeah, it that would so, freak me out. It's so hard to talk about sex in a way that's like clinical when you don't, because uh, you have to. Like that communication is so yeah. important. But you also don't want them to think like, I'm just a sex guy. I'm here for sex. Like, Yes. It's, no, I would never bring it up on a first date. However, I have had a few first dates where the, the woman has brought it up and then and been like, oh, I'm into this. Well, it, it just becomes a fun sexual conversation. Oh. But I do mm. think that's a sign that they're probably getting a good vibe from you anyway. Yeah. yeah. But very, I would never bring it up. Very I, very often for me, it ends up, we talk about it before we even go on the first date. Like via oh, text. Oh, via text or whatever. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so. That, yeah, that, that it's a sexual. Because it, it's funny. I've never once said the word to myself, this woman is a creep. But I would always be concerned that that might be said about me, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is an interesting thing in the, the sexual dynamics of life. That you're, I, 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 a woman is never really worried about being considered a creep, is she? No, they're not. I, my favorite thing is to like call girls out for being creeps. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it happens all the time. I mean, I've, man, my DMs have some, some horrific stuff in there. I mean, like, give I us an example, an anonymous example. Yeah, you can say anything here. It's gross. Safe space. Okay, I'm excited. So, like, I'll tell you one of the grossest things that ever happened to me. This girl was like, "Um, way into you, blah blah blah," and she was in my message requests. I ignore it. 
uh, I was like, whatever. I don't, I'm not interested in this. Um, then she sends me a video and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be. And I click it and the caption before the video was said, sorry for the blood. <gasps> and then it was just her with a, you know what a rabbit is? Yes. The dildo and it spins. And it, she's just a close up shot of her just drilling herself, but she's, it's shark week to the maximum. And it just like is gurgling blood. And I know that's not the word you want to hear, but imagine how I felt when I saw it. And I'm just like at Trader Joe's or whatever, trying to shop, looking at my, I look at my phone like, what is happening to me right now? It was so gross. I couldn't believe and she genuinely thought I would be into it. I've had girls send me uh, photos of them with like pens in their butt. Pen. Randomly. This is cold. They're cold open. Wait, is that like a, a comedy writing reference or something? I don't know, but that's pretty good. I never thought of that. She's it's like, so, you like pens? If it had been a video of her trying to write like, hello, with a pen in her butt, I would have been like, I got to talk gonna to you. <laughs> but, do, but, but don't you think that... Part of that is that you have this uh, Freaky Geeks podcast, yes. and some people get some people actually get quite horny listening to it. Um, possibly yes. And I think then they just think, "Fuck it, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get off on sending this random guy that I've been listening to this thing." I'm super vocal on the podcast about like, dude, don't send me weird <laughs> stuff. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna come at me like, you gotta open better. You can't just butthole me. Yeah. Close up of your butthole. No. no, I don't even know what you're, here's the thing. I would, if my girlfriend sent me a photo of her butthole, awesome. You yeah. know, I'm going to get, uh, that's a, a one course of a three course meal. I'm going to get in there later. But like, I know what her face looks like. There's so much context behind you know that her, butthole. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a funny one one time in the, back in the day, I used to use Snapchat a lot until they like changed it, you mm. know, and then I stopped using it. But it's quite personal, you know? And like yeah. people started like messaging me, which was totally fine. But you get a lot of weirdos. They send you weird shit sometimes. A guy sends you a pic of his dick and you know, whatever. So uh, this one time I was actually, coincidentally enough, still with my Chinese girlfriend at the time she was visiting Ireland. And somebody sent me, I opened this Snapchat and it's a video of this guy from like, and, like show me his balls. <laughs> so I immediately stop it because I don't want to see this guy's balls. But then I say to Shrinch and I was like, actually, just so you know, like this is the type of shit that fucking comes to my Snapchat, right? So I re, which is never good because now he goes, oh, he, re, he rewatched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I re, you know, you have to press it yeah. to get the watch again. Yeah. So I press it and we both watch it. What I didn't realize was it's not a video of his balls. It's a video of his balls. And then as we're watching it, he shits. Oh! No! Took a shit. And Bush Winter was like, oh, what the? <laughs> oh, no. Really giving her an education there. Oh, my there. God. Was that a sexual thing? I'm, it might have been. I don't know, Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty, I don't know. I feel like that's something you do Kitty. when you're mad at someone. Here's my shit. <laughs> no, that's, a we that's just a weird bit. I mean, it was a man, so, obviously. Some people are into scat. Weird. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Or just like well, sending you stupid stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or they're just trying to be video. gross. Yeah, was he laughing? You know what? I, 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 I don't think I had the audio up. I would make me feel better if he was laughing. <laughs> but if it was Ooh. dead silent, I'd be like, mm -mm, I, I, I think there would be an element of like a sick humor yeah, yeah. thing to Oof. that. Some people are into it's that. I, yeah. I've had I... girls ask me to do some wild stuff. So this this Shibari thing is it Shibari? Yeah, yeah, I what think is so. That? that seems to be getting more and more popular. It Wait, is. Can you give us a? There's a, like an art component to it that is just like in vogue right now. So people are really into just like the how it looks in photos because you know every third girl is a model, right? 
which is fine. Take photos of yourself. Enjoy your body and your face or whatever. But like, it's so. Can you describe it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? So what it is is it's really popular because it's um it's Japanese rope tying and it's like a, an old tradition. There's a very specific way you do it, but um they kind of tie the ropes on you um and tie your in you could have your hands tied in front of you, behind you. Often they'll like hog tie people so their hands are tied to their bat their the back of their heels and the ropes like intertwine around your body to cradle you in such a way that you are not hurt by them. And then they can hang you from like a ceiling. And uh, I think, and don't quote me on this, but I think that the idea was that you would be tied and then now you're ready for public consumption was the concept. Like public consumption as people. Like, That's where it like came from you're, originally. You're tied up and you can't move and now your mouth and other orifices are just you're dangling like oh i'll have a little bit of her and a little bit of her oh like people could just like sexually sexually yes yeah yeah there's a sexual component but there's also a component almost like a weighted blanket where people they're they're often naked when they do this but sometimes they keep their clothes on and they just kind of enjoy the being out of control there's like an asmr component of like when you get a haircut and it's nice you know of someone just like being attentive to you, tying you, making right. sure you're okay, hanging you up. Like, there's a lot of weird, uh, and I say weird in a loving way, like kind of stuff going on um, that so many people enjoy different aspects of it. But there is a, you know, a very sexual part of it. It's a sexual thing. Even when you look at someone with their clothes on tied up, there's a part of you that's like, something in your primate brain is like, that's sex stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Sounds kind of relaxing, though, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be, and um, but, but there's quite a lot of skill to the the tying. Isn't so, that right? so, so my much friend did like a whole course on it. Yeah, yeah. There's people who are like masters, and um, and the way they tie you is often like very like sexual, like with your breasts out, and the ropes are around your breasts, and you're like tied with your hands behind your back, and the rope is like wrapped around your thighs to accentuate your ass and like, wow. and then your, your hoo-ha is just open for business mm. or whatever. And uh, there's all these different ways they tie people up. It looks, it really does look cool. Like, there's something about it when you look at it, you're like, that's awesome. Like if I was a billionaire, there would just be a room with these ladies in it. Like that's <laughs> what it would be, you know? This is but, my lamp and yeah. this is my lady hanging up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, so your, your partner in the mm. podcast is into that she is uh she has like a, uh, a bunch of photos on our instagram of her tied up like hanging off of a balcony of a hotel tied up and stuff really yeah so there's a danger element i think there's a danger element to it too uh, just like with all bdsm it's like the idea that you're in danger but you're not in danger people love that yeah so that's like the whole um uh, you have to have a safe word because I want to say the word no because it feels good to say no and not be listened to sometimes. Did you get tied up for, in this? I've No, I've not been tied up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hate being tied up. Right. I don't know how serious... It, this is so depressing, but I was tortured as a child. So I don't like to be... Anything that involves me being tied up or hit by a woman or anything like that, not a fan. So... But, oh, you, you you were abused by your mom? Is that it? Right? Uh, I, my uh, family in general. Yeah, oh, I, had a, right. I had a nightmare childhood. Jesus. So. Yeah, I don't like BDSM on my end. I'm okay with like, 
I don't know. Like I'll I'll do stuff to you if you want me to, but like I only like it because you, the yeah. girl would get off on it. Yeah. Otherwise, like let's have regular sex. Yes. <laughs> I love I love regular sex. But I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm, I like it in the exact same way that you like it. I'll, I'll do elements of physical stuff like like violence to you if yeah. that's your bag yeah. and i'll get off on you liking it exactly. but it, it, it adds nothing to me other than your enjoyment exactly it makes me enjoy it more i do like when someone has like a thing because you can be like passionate and like very extroverted in your sex and i do like the juxtaposition between like love and passion and filth in like degeneration right that's mm-hmm. fun so yeah well especially because you you it's possible, I think, you, you can be in a loving relationship, but also still have the wildness of the shit that you're into. Yeah, it yes. doesn't always have to equate with the, the loving part of your relationship. It is yeah, just yeah, a yeah. fun thing. I feel like the longer, for me, the longer in a relationship I am, the more freaky the sex gets because I get more comfortable and like, oh, let's try this. Yeah, that's super healthy. Yeah. That's exactly what it should be, I mm. think. But... That was my concern about you chucking it all out on the table straight away. Is not saving anything. Yeah. Well, I feel like as as time goes, like new well, shit comes up. Well, yeah. yeah, in what you uh, you want to discover more together, and there's also like an aspect of I can say all of my proclivities, but you don't have to give me them or even be interested in them. And as time goes on, maybe you would be more interested. Like I was never interested in like choking the life out of a woman while I have sex with her. But then I I uh, dated someone who was like choke the life out of me, and and then over time I was like, this is hot that you like this so much. Yes. So. And we, we, we definitely try to push on this, particularly because in Ireland, I think people are less inclined to be vocal about what they like. We really push people to like let it out, yeah. what they're into, yeah. and to not be ashamed of it. Definitely. I, it's so weird. That's like me saying like I'm into spit. That's like a very, very, very like small thing that I think maybe some guys or girls would like see in porn or they would see it in real life once and be like, oh, that kind of like got, that was kind of fun for a second there. But then they wouldn't, know themselves well enough to ask for it later or be like, I'm into that. And like, you can be into Shibari, which is this huge, big thing, but don't also forget that there's like little things you could be into. Like people yeah. like ask someone to twist your nipples if that's your thing. Yes, bite, yeah. or, bite or not bite. Yeah, or, yeah. or yeah. if you like when someone moans in a certain way or you like lips, like I think people forget the small stuff too. Like are you weighing the mouth? Like suck on my fingers. Like, Oh, that's so true. The small things. Yeah, just even something like someone licking your nipple. For another, one person that's like really uncomfortable and for another person that like helps you come quicker. Yeah, I like yeah, to touch someone's it. face. Like when you're like making love to someone, like being able to touch their face and like be close to them. And like, I think that some people wouldn't even realize they're into that to ask or to do it. Like pay attention to the little things you like and indulge yourself. So great. What a great, I'm very happy now. <laughs> pay attention like, to the little like things. Pay attention. To I'm the like, no, things. I know what I'm gonna say. I have, there's something else I like that I haven't been saying. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I kind of like eye contact during sex sometimes. Yeah, I say it. Like say really look intense. at me in my look eyes. At me. Look at me when I'm fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I've definitely met. I've met some women in my time that really like the. Like just the soft fingers, like has to be like soft fingers for ages. Oh man! And they're just like I fucking love that. What the soft fingers? You know, just like 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 tickly. You know. Oh. Like, mm. As like a preemptive thing or during? No, no, it's a preemptive thing. Okay, yeah. I was like, but are you they, doing like a tantric? But then they thing? think I like it, and I, I literally have to be like, I, I'm really just not like into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the tick, the tickles. Yeah, it just tickles me too much. 
<laughs> You're like giggling. <laughs> well, especially afterwards. Sometimes afterwards, they, they think it's like really tender. Oh, know? no. And I'm God. just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the fuck away from me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like the opposite of what I need right now. <laughs> yeah. Then it's funny. I like to be like really tender and loving to someone, but I want someone to be aggressive with me. Yeah. Like it's the opposite. Yeah, like so yeah, I, I, I'll be like lots of like before and after care. Like I'm all into like, I'll, I'll be like really loving, like I'll, you know, fingers and all this stuff. And then for the girl, like what I want is for us to be grocery shopping and for her to like push me into the bathroom and be like, it's happening now. Okay. Wow. Like, well, that's much more the male uh, desire. Yeah. Right. You just like want to, f- I think men don't feel desired very often or like oh. good about uh, how often do guys get told they're handsome? Yeah, like I, how many well, regular you know, just, guys? <laughs> <laughs> just, you're a genuinely very handsome guy. That's like unfair. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, right. uh, but um, I mean, so many regular guys. Like I have so many like uh, friends who live in the Midwest or the West or whatever, and like I know their wife just never tells them they're good looking or makes them feel sexually desirable or it's just like not in the culture. Yeah, yeah. and it's interesting because it, in my life I have had women say you you don't tell me that I'm sexy enough or whatever. But it would be very rare. I don't even think I've once seen in a Hollywood film a man saying, you never say that I'm good looking. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I, it. I, I oh, t- you will say it? Oh, yeah. I'm a, like, I'm huge on like uh, physical and verbal affirmation. Me, like, me too, I completely agree. I'm constantly like touchy, feely, and being sweet. And some people think that's annoying, but like it's my way or whatever. But And I'm also verbally constantly... Like, always trying to, like, oh, you look so pretty today. Oh, I love this about you. Like, again, it's the all-in, all-or-nothing part of me. But I'm, like, hyper into it. And if I don't get at least half back, I'm like, fuck this. I don't Mm -hmm. like that. No, I'm the exact same. I tell uh, the guy I'm dating now that he's handsome every day. But I like that. I like reassuring people. I like them feeling good. And I want to hear it back. I want to hear that I'm hot and that you like me. I love all that. But it's quite nice how confident and sure of yourself you are that you really think this motherfucker's handsome because you bring it up a lot which is great he's so yeah. handsome yeah he's, we we went to a but sh- i sometimes feel like you say it in a way that's like how how have i done so well well i yeah. i have consistently <laughs> dated ugly folk. <laughs> 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 i can't believe i was brought up on disney and i'm telling you i think there was something in my head that i thought ugliness equated good personality i know that and then um, you can be ugly and have a good personality but i think there was something with me that i was like and women in general we can go we don't need to be attracted we're attracted more to like smells or you know or like i always go out with guys who are good crack or like good fun Fun. and then they they turn out to be a little mean and i'm like but your face you can't you can't be mean with a face like this why are you (laughs) and then my boyfriend is he's so handsome we went into a comedy show and four male comedians walked up to him to tell him how handsome he was and one goes you're too handsome and walked away people stop him on the street it's like he's he's so good looking but he also treats me so well and he in his head he's like i'm not he, he'll go i'm not good looking i know what you're talking about but he's also just a really nice but that's man. what you need you need a good looking guy with low self-esteem it's great Dang. yeah that's the way to do <laughs> it bingo and i like building up his i like being like no look at your face and he's like i don't know what you're talking about but we were on the train and there was a few guys staring and he was like this happens to me a lot people stare at me and i think it's because they like i don't know is, is there something i'm doing is it do i give off an aggressive look and i'm like no it's because you're so fucking hot it's literally the opposite of why people stare at me on the train <laughs> <laughs> no because you got cool t- you're, you're, you're a cool looking dude, <laughs> dude so it. many people i thought moving to new york people would be like super cool about the way i look like they wouldn't even care because i'm from salt lake like people in utah i'm just like an alien to them like it's crazy people have like 
physical reactions to me there, and it is the same here. I thought everyone would be like, oh, it's New York. I see stuff every day. Like, there are ladies who are just like, oh, 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 like trying to get away from me, and like, people are weird. Okay, all but the that, time. I, I wanted to ask you this. So, have you not met women that are, their thing is tattooed men? Uh, I hate that. Oh, you hate that? I despise it. And ah. it's only because I've dated so many. Uh, I have a certain look. And there are lots of people who are into what I have, and what I have is not readily available. There are not a lot of guys that look like I do that are, like, put together, right? And so the girls who like the way I look, uh, they, like, come at me pretty hard. And they're just never the types of girls I want to date. I don't want to date someone who's with me because I have tattoos, so you don't want to be somebody's kink. I don't want to be you, someone's kink. You want to help them with their kink, but not be it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like. I want someone to want me, not to need me. And I feel like so many girls are like, I don't want to date guys who don't have tattoos or whatever. Like, I would rather date like a regular. I I much prefer a girl with no tattoos who's not interested in alternative culture. That's a huge turn on for me. So no tattoos and not interested in alternative. Yeah, yeah. I don't want her to like be like into because I'm. Uh, I ended up looking like this because of like hip hop and hardcore and like alternative like punk rock. Like I would rather have like like Katie. You're it. You're like the type of girl I would go for for sure. So like regular like just like girls who are smart and like fun and just like not weird. And again, I say weird in a loving way. Yes. But like, um, I have so many friends who look like I do that are women, but it just has never gone well. I always feel like a token or like a, um, like their little, like something they show off. Interesting. But also that's a, a huge part of that must be because if they're into tattoo men, they're already, it's like when you, it's the same as when you meet up with someone off Tinder and you already have a version of who they are. Yes. So you're never going to be, cause that's not you. They already have a idea of what you should be or who you are based on this wanting tattoo yeah. guys. But yeah, I know. I was married to a woman who was like way, way into the way I looked and I felt like, cause she lied to me quite a bit to keep me around. And I felt like a lot of that was like, she didn't want to lose me for a lot of reasons. But some of those reasons were like, where am I going to find another guy like this? You know? And I don't, I don't think a guy who doesn't have like the niche look I do would deal with that necessarily. Mm. You know? So it just really bothers me. I don't like that. Because there is a kink associated with tattoos. Absolutely. Right? Mm. Dude, I, yeah. So you're, you've gone into that. When I'm on tour, I can't tell you how many like churchy girls want to slum it one time with a guy right. that looks like me. It's, yeah. it's bananas. Like it's, it's absolutely bananas. How many girls are into the way I look very specifically. I've had girls come to shows wearing like a trench coat and they'll just be like, this is my lingerie. Where's your hotel room? Like, let's wow. do this. And do you go? No. Oh, okay. No, I've never done that. You're a stronger actually. man than I. Yeah. I think the most. Well, I, a if a girl came up to me and was like, I just need to be fucked by a gray haired guy. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm here, I'm here for you. <laughs> I think that there's, I think that maybe there are situations where I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Like, girl, you doing it. Like, uh, but these girls aren't like put together the way. I'm they're not like, your thing. They seem they're a bit not mess. my thing. Yeah. 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 They seem like a mess. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Or like they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I'm just like not interested. Or sometimes, very often, they they've been drinking, and I will not sleep with a woman who's e even a little bit drunk. That's Is that right? so wise. 
Yeah, not interested. Well, I'm sober. Okay, good. But it's so also not some... hot. It, 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 drunk people aren't the best. No, in no it's so unattractive. It's Smoking very messy, and... and I think they're going to break my dick half the time. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had that experience where they're so drunk? They're drunk to the point where you're like, you're not really aware of you know, where it begins and ends. You're going to fucking crack it in half. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a girl grab on you. No, you no, no, I, no. Like when they're, but, like particularly if they're on top of you and they're drunk, oh, they can be a bit too like, yeah. a bit too haphazard with the movement. I've yeah. never had fun drunk sex. You're just kind of flopping around and you're like, nah, who's going to go to sleep first? <laughs> you know? As a comic, on this? I meet so many other comics who are like, who has sex sober? Like, oh, oh my god, god. What? me too saying? one of my friends she'd never had sex sober and i was like i only have sex i was like you need to have sober sex and she was like in her like 20s and an american and then she Yikes. did and i got a text message one night being like oh my god this is so much better i'm like yeah of course no kidding oh, oh well, can, I can you guys keep chatting i really need to pee no no yeah yeah i had yeah. a long drive here and i was drinking a lot of fluid i apologize keep no, yapping no, no, don't apologize Enjoy. everyone's got to pee he's gonna take <laughs> out his his perfectly uncut penis i know right and he's gonna is use it Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Expertly, it's oh, su- they did f- such a good job. How do you feel about that? I like it. You do? Yeah, I like my penis. <laughs> good for you. Uh, yeah, I really <laughs> lucked out on the penis part. I think about that so often. I've had so many like, <laughs> I've had so much bad luck in my life. But sometimes I look down at my penis and I'm like, it's what, it's oh, fine. <laughs> I know so many guys that are like self-conscious and bummed out. But I mean like, so I guess you could never know the difference because you never had a skin. It's just so bizarre. The, the whole, I never heard of no, no foreskins until I guess, or maybe I just didn't think about it until I moved here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a big thing. When I was in Europe, I would meet girls and they would be like, they would either find out I was Jewish or find out I was American and they'd be like, uncut, and they would be like, so you're cut. Yeah. They would just like bring it up. Yeah. And I'd be like, yes. And they're like, what about that? Like they wanted to know more. And I was in France and I was like, you can absolutely know more French ladies. Oh yeah. Come yeah. On. I shared the culture <laughs> for sure. It was awesome. And do they do that just in the hospital all the time here? Um, Is not it- all the time. It's the parents choice. Oh. I think that originally there was an American medical doctor that, um, because if you don't uh, get circumcised, there are health issues um really that can arise yeah yeah there are some uh and i don't know the arg i don't know all the arguments but um like your foreskin fused together as you get older and then you'll have to have surgery on your penis to cut is it open. some jewish propaganda yeah, 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 yeah. about there foreskin is, there, is, there is four million people in ireland i don't think we've ever that no, would be most news. of the world like a lot of the world is not circumcised. yeah most well, the well, majority well, americans and then uh I think do Muslims circumcise too, right? No. Oh, they don't? No, no, no. Okay, so yeah, the majority of the world's not circumcised. The majority of the world's not. So there are like, I think that there are places in Africa where uh, it's traditional to circumcise. As you get older, that is traumatic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, um, some guys, I, 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 I know people, and I certainly know people who know people that got circumcised due to like peer pressure and the fact that in porn, mostly guys are circumcised and they just feel like it's better to be circumcised. How bummed out would you be if you got circumcised like eight years ago because of porn and then Kieran Lee is like the most popular porn star? And oh, he's I'm un, not, he's oh really? Uncircumcised? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Kieran Lee? Kieran Lee, he's a British porn Br- star. I was about to say, sounds Irish. Okay, British. Yeah, yeah or, or Irish. He might be Irish. I don't know. He has an accent. I don't, you <laughs> don't hear him talk a lot. Mostly. We're going to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll look him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's very popular. He's a really nice guy, too. Aww. Yeah, yeah, but he's uncut, and he's like, uh, he really lays down the hammer. 
Okay. Chick seemed to like him. I still haven't watched porn. I'm going to watch porn. You still haven't watched you porn? Have. What? That's an episode we're waiting to do. What? Okay. I, I, I just said she... porn like it's Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, you know what? Well, okay, because... Speaking of which... It's pretty good. Pretty, it's coming soon. A few, few hours. I'm not watching it. I watched one episode. At no, the you start. were supposed to get. Uh, you supposed to get a recommendation from Sean. Oh, I'm talking about Game of Thrones. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, no, sorry. No, you're just, talking about porn. You're supposed to we get a recommendation from Sean. Well, I guess. You're supposed um, to get a recommendation from Sean and watch porn. We're gonna talk. That's actually. An, we're gonna do that as an app. What kind of porn do you think you would want to watch? Ladies. R- really. Ladies together. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I like can give I'm, you all the I'm, recommendations. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like straight, but I'm like, I don't know. I think it's so like hot. Black. This is a real thing. Most straight women watch lesbian porn. Yeah, I did. I just, I, yeah, I, I found, I already said this on the episode before, but, um, there was a lady sex scene in, um, oh, one of those David Lynch movies. Yeah, it was Mulholland Drive. Great anyway, sex scene. that was like, oh, if I watch porn, I'll watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot quite, of quite a normal looking dude, Kieran Lee. Yeah. Well, let me see. Give us a cue. Uh, this is him. Like his, that's Kieran Lee there. But th- there's no picture of his penis. Oh, yeah. There he's not go. super hot. No. No. But anyway. He's, you know, he's got a piece. He's a, he's a nice man. He's got a fine penis, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who he is. He does. And, you know, of course, if you're in porn, there's so much more to it. You've got to be able to maintain an erection for hours. Come on command. <sighs> come more than one time often wow uh, so there is a whole like talent to it oh yeah it's like skill. super super difficult wow. if you want to do porn and you're a guy my suggestion to you is invite five of your friends over and see if you can get hard and masturbate in front of them and if you can then you can do porn and oh, really? if not then you're not cut out wow yeah 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 no well there you go yeah yeah so um but I, I know that was partially my fault that I went up and we started talking about uncircumcised penises. But yep. but I, I, I've well, two more things I really want to talk to you about. Number one is before we move off the kinks completely, mm-hmm. uh, uh, on your podcast, what what are the kinks that get like the most response from your listeners? Like like when you discuss a, a particular topic or a kink. Oh, BDSM, 100%. And like, is there an area of BDSM? Um, just like, uh, like uh, dom and sub. Oh right, okay. like people who just want to be like a dominated um, in the bedroom, not necessarily in. Because there are people who like it in life. That was back to the earlier when a girl's like, "Tell me to get in the kennel while you're gone," and it's Jeez. like, "No, that's too much work." Yeah. But like, there are people who. Um, you know, they want to be like flogged or uh, tied up and in, in whipped or hit or choked or, you know, they want to be properly dominated in a safe setting during sex. That's the most popular by like a huge margin. And, 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 and being dominated is more popular than uh, being the dominator? Yes, right. by far. By far. By far. There is a great um, TV series now on Netflix that's really pro-domination bonding. It's a comedy. Yeah. Have you seen it? Um, I've heard that a lot of people in the actual dominate, or BDSM community don't like it. Oh, never mind. Well, I'm not on the community, so uh, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, Sorry, yeah. BDSM. <laughs> Love but yous. But being dominated is really the kink. Yeah. I would say more people want to be dominated than want to dominate like especially women so 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 many women want to be like even light like if you're a girl and you like to get choked then you're like in the realm yeah you know okay so let me ask you this so is it then that a lot of times the dominator is just playing the role that they're not really getting off on it 
Yes. Oh, so that's more common, huh? I think that's more common that they're playing the role and not getting off on it. Uh, most people I know who like really get off on doming are like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I like that personality type too much. Just something like unsettling about it. To Even me. if it's a woman? Especially if it's a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like she has like a weird chip on her shoulder often. And this is out of pocket. Like I realize some people might be like, that's not me. And that's totally fine. But my personal experience has been that a lot of the women who are like way into doming are specific about wanting to dom men. And there's like a humiliation aspect to it that they enjoy so much that it's like something's going on in your life. I'm glad that you're working it out this way. And of course these men are consenting. So like everything's on the up and up, but like maybe also go to therapy. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause we've learned about the, you know, people who like to humiliate without consent. Yeah. Or certainly people who get off on humiliation, which we, you see a lot in the me too game. It's just like this weird humiliation behavior. Yeah. yeah. So clearly some people have a weird thing about humiliation, but in the sense of a, of a female dominating a man and getting off on that in a consensual way, it feels like the safe, the, 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 the non criminal version of that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time probably comes from a similarly dysfunctional place. Yeah. I would think. Uh, Yeah, I think so too. By the way, real quick side note, the humiliation thing, so many people are, that's their kink, it's being humiliated. It's a very common male kink. Often when men send women dick pics, it's to goad them into humiliating them publicly. Then they get off on it. Very often when you're like, because any normal, rational adult person is like, why would you ever send your dick? That Mm. makes no sense. But very, very, very often they want to be humiliated. Oh, so the guy wants to be humiliated. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my understanding was, so just say in recent uh, arguments about, uh, you know, public, you know, public masturb- you know, masturbation. So I thought that the, the kink was that they got off on the humiliation of women. That the woman's, the woman's discomfort was actually the thing that they were getting off on. Yeah, uh, I think usually it's the rever- it's really? them, the, the fact that they are being humiliated, that the woman hates them or thinks they are gross. Oh. It's more inward and less outward. Oh, but that's I'll, a misunderstanding by me. kinks that have to do with power are like, their own power being exerted are like different. But I mean, that could play into it too. But isn't it also risk as well, which is hot. So risk. it's the risk I, that me, they might share it or they might not. Big into risk. But yeah. risk can develop, it's like that can be just like a side part of it, right? Mm. It's just like naturally exciting. like. Stand up. We all like stand up, and there's a risk element that like feeds us, but that's not any of our driving force, I would doubt. Yeah. So it kind of is just like the bonus cherry on top for most people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah. The, so the humiliation part is that's weird. So like when uh when a guy sends you a dick pic, that's why sending it to his mom is so funny because it like <laughs> messes up his life. Whereas <laughs> when you just publicly blast him. Then maybe he's like, yeah, that's what I wanted that's the whole what you time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why else would he do that? If it's unsolicited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I, just out of curiosity, because I, I do want to, as our podcast evolves, I do want to talk to some like uh, psychiatrists that uh, specialize in uh, sexual dysfunction. But yeah, do you did you happen to come across just any sort of casual? Uh, studies on why men are sending dick pics other than this humiliation thing. You know, the fact that like a guy will have three messages on Tinder and then boom, a dick pic. No idea. I, I have a, my friend, uh, <laughs> his name is Mac Arthur. He's a comic. He has a good joke that says, he goes, um, 
I, uh, people send dick pics because if you send 2,000 dick pics and one person responds, you're going to send out 3,000 more. Oh, right. So in other words, like if it's one like person is like into game. the dick pic thing, yeah. then it's like fast forward to intense, you know, video sex or whatever, you know. And yeah, if, yeah, if you, if they're into it, then you're in. Yeah. Right. I've, I've never, uh, well, I asked for a dick pic recently, but this was because it was like fun. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. send me one. <laughs> but we're in a relationship, so that's different. But here's the thing. What doesn't get discussed is the casualties of your search, which is the hundreds of women that exactly are horrified by your dick. Yeah, so yeah. it's. I think that's like. Uh, it's awesome that we're all connected, but it's also horrific that we're all connected because it's just like I said, especially here in the city, man. I can't. I cannot imagine what it's like here, where you could see a woman and just never see her again for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm from, you see a woman, you're probably going to run into her again. Yeah, or her family. There's a Eventually. Yeah, yeah, Even so though you're... Salt Lake City has like two million people, like that's not that many when you really get down to it, especially in your neighborhood is so much smaller than it is here. I could send a dick pic and never worry here. Yeah. Yes. Well, I couldn't, but a, like a guy who doesn't have like an online presence, 100% could just be wild. Yeah, that's I'm, come up a lot, the, the lack of hazard. I yeah. had a dick pic sent to me on the train, an airdrop. Oh, that's, oh you did? Yeah. You know I have a routine about that. No. That's very funny. Oh, uh, yeah, I have, a whole, I have a whole routine about the airdrop. Uh, did you do it in Ireland? Then I must have heard it, but that happened to me that's, recently. That might just be trolling. No, but they're passing a... No, 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 they're actually... They're legislating against that. Yeah, I fucking... So the routine, when I was doing the topical comedy show, it was a news story of the week. So they've proposed a law on the New York State Assembly to make it illegal to airdrop pics of your dick. Fucking good. That was yeah. terrifying. But it comes from the same place. That's actually what... It's because of that routine and the bit of Googling that I've done that I was asking you about where does this thing come from. Yeah. They call it cyber flashing now. That's what they're calling cyber it. But it's flashing. also... I, I would imagine like if I was set... I can 100% imagine 16-year-old me living in New York on a train downloading the biggest, grossest <laughs> picture of a dick I can find on Google. And thinking Air dropping it to everyone and just kind of looking around and being like, oh, you thinking look, it's funny, yeah, like pulling yeah. a fire alarm almost it's the yeah. same. So I have created this havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like showing your friends your balls, you know, except you're showing everyone on the train a dick. It mm -hmm. might not even be your dick. It could be anyone's dick, you know? Yeah. yeah so they're actually legislating against that. Good. But funnily enough, I, I was doing that routine in Australia and it, it doesn't, it, it, it's very much a New York thing. It looks to me because nobody has said it's happened to them. And let, but when I'm in New York, so I, I was in New York, I did it. And this woman was like, oh my God, that happened to me. And I said, were you at the subway station? And she said, no, I was in an elevator. That's so elevator. wild. That's, that's so specific. Well, that's, that's like only screen. A couple of you know, that's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm looking yeah, at you. I'm right <laughs> We're all you. so close to each other. Yeah. You, could, you well, could do it in your building. If you had good Wi Fi, you could just drop it. And I bet you 50 people would yeah, grab it. I, well, I got airdropped. That would come up at the board meeting. <laughs> 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 Somebody within 100 yards of my building was airdropping a pick of his dick. And he wasn't circumcised. Who's European? <laughs> <laughs> I have, no, I got airdropped. Uh, oh, you like a, a note saying you're cute, but it's like we were on the train and you don't know it's me so you're just sending that to whoever is going they, to they might just be trying to spread goodwill uh, it was like a phone number as well oh maybe katie's they iPhone. maybe they were hoping Kate, it was yeah you. yeah they just knew it was a girl because it says katie's iphone yeah That's so funny and maybe just all the girls were cute on the train that day hey maybe <laughs> uh i got a dick pic in line at disneyland once 
Uh, on the airdrop. On the uh, airdrop? You, somebody airdropped you. Yeah, at Disneyland, we were on the Cars ride, getting <laughs> ready for Cars, and someone airdropped everyone in line a dick. Oh, oh everybody in line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> it's like, not great, Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm totally, I know. Hey, that's so funny. So there's, a, there's a part of you that's like, this is horrific. Don't do that. But there's another part of you that... It's so like at the car. So yeah, in Disneyland, what perfect timing to dick drop everybody. <laughs> but then people, you look up to see who it is. I will say that people in line were laughing. Yeah, like there it wasn't. There was. I'm sure that there were some people bummed out, but there were quite a few people laughing in line, like about it. So. Yeah, but when you're on the elevator, the, 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 no. there's no doubt who it is. That's mm, terrifying. That's gnarly. Can you imagine? And he's just sitting he's there, just standing there, like, yep. You That's should do it to women in the elevator, and then one of them airdrops a dick pic. <laughs> You're like, no, what the no. Fuck? What you do is you open your phone, you Google Lorena <gasps> Bobbitt, and then you just go like that. Lorena Ooh, Bobbitt. You're fucking with the wrong yeah, yeah. bitch. Who's Lorena, Lorena Bobbitt? It's documentary coming out soon, and you'll know. She cut someone up. No, John Wade Bobbitt was a husband. He was abusing her, and she cut off his dick. Oh, but good then for he, her. He found it, and they sewed it back on, and he oh, became geez. a huge porn star. Yeah. Wow. But there is a Netflix documentary coming out about Lorena Bobbitt, Frank which and is penis. Gr- which is great because. It's bringing all the references from Netflix is bringing all the references from the '90s back. Yeah, it's fantastic. Wait, I have another idea. Sorry, you're a girl and a girl and a guy in the elevator, and the girl sends the girl a dick pic. Yeah. Oh, the poor guy. Just Katie, you're not meant there. to get you, you. The whole concept of this is to be horrified 100%. It's not to think of funny ways to that airdrop a, pics of dicks. But that is I'm a fun prank to play on your boyfriend. As that yeah. woman is looking over at him and he's like, that what is the Oh, that, that, is that is funny. I'm going to do that to my boyfriend. That is funny. And he's like. But yo, listen. You, they have to have their airdrop open or they have to like not be poor. I'll do it with a friend. If they're poor, they won't have an iPhone. They'll have a Samsung. Sure. I'll do it with my boyfriend and my best friend. Okay. Oh. This is great. And I'll find like a weird looking penis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go Guar- weird Guaranteed looking- I'm getting a complaint. So I have a Samsung. I'm not poor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we go, because yeah. I, 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 okay, Katie, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Instead of both topics, which would you prefer to talk about? Shane's experience with uh, a clean video or Shane's experience with having a sexual relationship with his podcast partner? Podcast partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. So, so the, you guys, and then you guys have kept it strictly professional always. Yes. Good for you. Well, we, we, we've just met. We also have a huge age gap, which is, helps. But if, if you know my history, it's, it's not a total uh, barrier. I, was I, told, say, yeah. I told Shane that um, men who are more successful than me or can give me opportunities, I find unattractive. Because oh, is that what I, fi- I find drama. You're saying anything. you wouldn't fuck me? That is bull. Uh, I right will now. fuck you. <laughs> 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 my gate opener. What's it called? A gate, gate key opener? A gate opener. A, ga- a gate Dra- Drama for me is very, un- anything that could lead to I don't like, first of all, I drama. do not like being considered a gatekeeper. Somebody called me a gatekeeper once and I was like, uh, I don't think so. I don't know yeah. what that means, but oh, you oh, have given me a lot of opportunities. I would never shit where I eat. You have. This oh, is, I've got so many. It's totally fine. I mean, I we have a very, we have a very good, a dynamic for this podcast yeah. two different uh, generations two different levels of sexual experience two different senses of humor in every way it it, it, it uh, complements each other in a perfect way yeah, so that's we didn't we didn't bring this up as for for hazard advice what, no, what no, will no. happen what does the gatekeeper mean then did i say that so a gatekeeper no 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 you are correct no i just don't like when i you know well, just once out. recently in an article somebody was like you know uh, one of the gatekeepers and i was like well you know i i what is this, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I just don't like this. Kind of, it's just like yeah. I've I, I've done the things that I've done, and yeah. I guess there are certain times where I have the opportunity to give people opportunities. But at the same time, because I have never once <laughs> considered myself 
powerful in that way. I don't like the term gatekeeper because it gives the impression that you're aware of it and yeah. that you're 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 lording okay. over your the no. power that it you makes, have. Yeah, yeah it makes ne- you feel he's never he's never been like, uh, you know, I've given you this or anything. No, well, the no, worst no. thing is when you get called a gatekeeper in some like you know historical experience where like. I was, I was probably still in my fucking 20s. You're calling me a fucking gay people. It's like, yeah. whoa, I think you have a false impression of, yeah. of the power that I have. Yeah. Yeah. As a, as a regular person, no matter how much power people perceive, power is perceived. I perceive myself to have no power. So all the people who are like, you have power, you're like, do I though? Yes. Do I though? I'm not a king. I'm just a guy. I barely can get it Well, especially together. when you're an artist yourself. You're not like a producer or, you know, you're somebody who's actually always on the hunt for another creative opportunity yourself. To then yeah. be considered a gatekeeper, it's like, well, no way. I'm just like you. I'm just somebody on the hunt. Yeah, yeah. Working on the next For opportunities. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's so neither here nor there. you and there. your co-host. Yes, yes. You were, how long were you into the podcast? Oh, when you- we did the podcast. So I met her at my wedding. Um, <laughs> when I was marrying another woman, Lovely, um, and how all great relationships begin. <laughs> yeah. I had Be her, cute. so I was really good friends with her boyfriend at the time, and I had never met her. He came to my wedding. He brought her as his date. I met her. My first impression of her was very, very good. Uh, she was really awesome. I like me and all my groomsmen had lightsabers because I'm a huge dork and so we were all lightsaber and we also I rented a bounce castle for my please tell me your wedding was on May the 5th May the 4th <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> but like so we're in the anyway we were all goofing off lightsaber fighting and she came to lightsaber fight with us one of the only girls who did it was fun she was great uh, later on I, I realized she's like a, a nerd person and I was doing a performance at Comic Con I was hanging out with her because I was hanging out with her boyfriend at the time we became good friends I wanted to start a podcast she was a great fit. Same dynamic, honestly. Like, where she's a little younger than me, I th- like seven years younger, not as big, but still, same concept as yes. you guys, kind of. So, we get together, we start the podcast, we start doing really well. About two years in, I get divorced. Uh, and she is like on the rocks with her boyfriend. I'm kind of like, I'm more friends with her now than him at this point. Cause we do this podcast, we travel together, we do all this stuff. 100% friends have never even thought about touching her. We, we literally hugged maybe three times ever in the two years we knew each other. Like so platonic it couldn't be more platonic uh one day um i was thinking about i was like meditating on my divorce and i was just like i just want to date a woman i can stand in line at the grocery store with like that's all i want is to just be in the the most boring situation possible and then she is interesting that's why i like hanging out with comics they're fun for no reason right um good talent so then i realized she was that person and i was like my brain was like you gotta uh have sex with her (laughs) (laughs) and um it was all over from there but she had a boyfriend so i was like i'm gonna bury all these feelings deep down and say nothing i told like one of her friends just like so i could get it off my chest who was also my good friend a couple months goes by she breaks up with that guy i tell her how I feel because I feel like it's weird between us and I was like I know you're not into me I'm gonna say this and we're gonna go back to being friends but I had all these thoughts this in the in the spirit of being open because we always have been she was like you're an idiot we're not gonna be anything but I appreciate being honest and then a week later she's like I'm in love with you (laughs) (laughs) well she had to have a think first yeah 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 yeah. she had to make me feel like shit for quite some time first (laughs) Um, so we ended up together and like so we dated 
Like it wasn't just like a whirlwind, like, uh-oh, we shouldn't be sleeping together. We're podcast partners. Like we went in on it hard. I was supposed to move to New York January of 2018. And instead I stayed one more year in Salt Lake to date her. And then the plan was both of us moved to New York together this year. Right. I'm here alone. <laughs> Didn't work out. Now, just just before you move on, were you public about this on the podcast? We were public about it on okay. the podcast. So at first we kept it a secret because it was like weird. And we had both, I had been divorced and she had just broken up. With and, your friend. With my friend. And she had been kind of in like this loveless relationship for some time. So we didn't want people to be like weird. Also, it's a small community and all of our friends are friends with these people. And everyone would just lose their minds if we were dating. So we kept it secret for like a couple months and then we came out with it and we dated and we talked about dating on the podcast. We talked about having sex with each other on the podcast. Um, you know, all sorts of that stuff. And it was really healthy. And then over a certain amount of time, I think, uh, it was a, uh, a few things. My career firstly, like I have all this momentum and I'm traveling and I had plans to move no matter what. And she kind of has dogs and is sort of less mobile than I am. Mm. So like I was going to move with or without her. And then our age difference kind of like started to come into play and our relationship fell apart. And, uh, so we broke up in November and then, uh, it was just like, I don't know if you guys, uh, if you've ever been brokenhearted and then tried to do a podcast with someone, <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking rough. Oh my God. It's so rough. So you've you kept guys. it up. We kept it up as partners. We still do it. I'm going to leave this. I'm going to go home and we're going to podcast together tonight. And just over the phone. Over the phone. Yeah. 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 We podcast remotely, but it's, it was so rough. I don't suggest you guys sleep with each other. <laughs> it was so rough. I think if we had just slept with each other, it would have been 100% manageable. Not an issue. We're both the type of person who can like disassociate. Like we could have sex and be friends. And that would have been just fine. But we like fell in love properly. Yeah. Like she's definitely the first woman that I was ever in love with. All right. I married my wife, my ex-wife, because... I wanted to be a good friend to her and I thought it would make her happy to marry her. <laughs> right? Not a good reason to marry someone, by the way. But when I was with Noel, my podcast host, I was like, I feel like I want to marry this chick because like, I don't give a fuck what happens to me unless I'm with her. Yeah. Like it was this crazy, like I've never felt like that before. This, uh, Anyway, yeah, that's um, like the real love. That's like the rom-com love. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And it's so, uh, you know, it's a multiple part lesson. Firstly, don't do that with business. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Katie. Yeah. Uh, second part was that I'm capable of that. And, you know, I was a th uh, 31 year old man before I'd ever fallen in love. So I kind of thought like that's off the table for me. Um, so it was cool to know like, oh, I guess I could fall in love if I needed to. And then the third thing, I love comedy more than I love anything. Yeah, mm, That comes up a lot. So yeah. it turns out, uh, whoops-a-daisy, a uh, still comedy is I'm e actually for real in love with comedy. Like it's a person. No, me too. And completely. I would choose it over all people. Mm, 100%. Me too. I completely agree with you. I know. And that we're feeling. all going to die alone. Yes. Yep. Yep, yes, it's rough. 100%. But I'm assuming that euthanasia will be legal by the time we get to the age where it's an issue. Thank <laughs> I'm, God. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for my relationship to blow up over comedy. Yeah. We've already had like, he was like, so he's 33 and I guess his last partner. Please stop listening now if you're listening. Um, his last partner uh, was five years and I don't know the exact 
but I think it was maybe that she didn't really want to settle and he wants to have kids and he wants all that sort of life mm-hmm. which for me when I even I feel like I'm gonna get sick when I even think about it I just don't want to worry I, because if you put a, a limit on me for kids let's say if I have to have kids before I'm 35 that's a limit on my comedy career that means yeah. I need to get a certain no just so success. you know that's that's actually a limit that exists regardless of your comedy career <laughs> just so you know what do you mean you have some f- some physiological issues. No, that's that what I mean. So I'm saying, what is the latest? Let's say I say 35, maybe just to be. That's you know, it's women are having kids at 35 now. Yeah, that's only six more years for me to get successful in comedy because let's face it I'm, no matter what you say the woman is stuck with the kid when you know you physically have to be there yeah and I don't just like so you know all women deal with this in terms of if they're ambitious in any career yeah. not just comedy well it's yeah so and it's so hard and it's it, such and it was one of our first it was a, a topic he brought up for like first date because it's really important to him that yeah. he's not going to waste his time again and I was well, like you better tell this motherfucker to make some money yeah I'm going to get a vasectomy yeah. good for this you. year now, I've already, like, the consultation is done. Like, it's happening. Yeah, no, look, good. I was just uh, talking to a woman. But anyway, she was trying to convince her boyfriend they don't want to have kids. They've been yeah. together years, but he's terrified about the operation. Can I say real quick? It is wild. It sucks that you you have all this pressure. Because, like, if I have a kid, I'm stuck with that kid. Men should feel like that. <laughs> like, that is also the reality of having a kid if you're a man. I mean, I, I, Katie, I do think it has gotten a bit better. I, oh, I, no. I, I, I don't I, think I, you I, may be as stuck no, with it. But no, the but one I, thing you're guaranteed to be stuck with is is the pregnancy and those early months. Well, that's months. what I mean. Yeah. I don't mean, of course, and if he, it, since he wants that, I'm, and he, I'm sure he'd be an amazing father and he'd be in a 110%. But I mean, then that's way down the line. But I mean, no matter what, you're physically, I have nine months where I'm not going to be really able, once you get heavy enough, you're not going to be able to go out and do comedy not every true. night. They're, they're, Some Schumer's gr- doing it right up there. Amy the Wong, yeah, but Schumer. Yeah, they're successful. That's my point. Yeah, but uh, Ali Wong is successful because she was fucking pregnant doing okay. the special. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. By the way, I think Ali Wong is amazing. I shouldn't dismiss, but... But I think one of the reasons that made that special stand out was it was pretty mm. much, I think, the first. It was yeah, so well, you, good you, you, she you did just, it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pregnant I, I, I don't think it's time. an insult to her to say I, that I the, the, the novelty factor was that she was pregnant and that that was fun. I but I, there's other things. I would just be. I'm just scared about having kids. I don't know. I don't. Well, you have, don't have to think about that yet. I know, but it, but when someone is like, okay, you know, I need this in the next few years. But he's not done that to you, has he? He, well, it was. It was like I. I, I hope this is, will be a conversation. I don't want to end up in another five year thing where it's oh. like, good luck. Well, so you got a bit of time before you need to even. Uh, yes. Tell them that we're not even ready to be having that conversation. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. But and, and I you also understand. don't know where you'll be at in a year or two. I could be dead next year. You know. Fair. <laughs> I, and I might not even be able. to and Just have so children. you know, comedy's only going to leave you empty. I love it. I love comedy. Even success success so is not going to bring you. Whatever you think it's bringing you, it's not bringing no, you. Just it, so you know. But it doesn't matter because <laughs> I, I love it even just, just to, at the just level Just to kill I'm the at. dream. No, because you know when you're going out and you're doing it every night, what else would you... Like, I love it. I don't care. I'm not making money off it now, but I love what I do. Like, yeah. No, I, absolutely. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that's what triggered... I mean, I'm being cynical, but I know that's what triggered the conversation. But I just wanted to ask in relation oh, to that, was that the reason why you broke up that yes. she couldn't move on she didn't want to move to new york and that you needed to do this and that, that the, was- uh, the the main reason is that it felt like um my career was going to suffer if i stayed in utah but she wouldn't move to new york but and you mean, didn't want to do long distance i felt like my i felt like comedy and her weren't to weren't going to be able to like exist together oh and is she but was she supportive of she's it? supportive 
But she's just, a kind, smart, supportive. And you didn't want to do long distance. I didn't want to do long distance. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to force her in a position where she had to get rid of her dogs to move with me, and then maybe it doesn't work out, and she resents me. I didn't want to. I don't. I didn't think she wanted to come to New York. And we had other issues in our relationship, but like I just, I just didn't. There was a part of me that was like, you can sit and think about this, or you can go and do comedy. Like, you can work this relationship out, or you could just be doing comedy. Why aren't you just doing comedy? Like, that's... So you felt... You felt... Not being with her felt like a liberation in terms of, like, the rest of the things you wanted to pursue exactly. in your life? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's maybe not the coolest thing on my part, but it's it's kind of like my default. Like, when I was thinking about getting divorced, there was a part of me that's like, it'll make comedy easier. Just do it. <laughs> And uh, I've made so many decisions in my life that's just like, is it going to get, if it's going to make comedy easier, if it's going to get in the way of comedy, just like get rid of it. Interesting. So um, as much as I wanted to be with her and still love her very, very much, uh, think about her all the time. It's Aww. super tough, you know, because we're maintaining a friendship. Um, and yeah, we still work together and I plan on keeping her around in my life because I'd rather have her than not have her even if it it's like wildly painful yeah. but um yeah it's just like it just wasn't gonna work she's so and she's also so young and she's got to like she's got to figure herself out more and she's got she's got all this potential and things she's working towards and i felt like my career would also get in the way of her mm -hmm. and i was just like i can't do anything that would make me question what i'm up to even for a second like comedy is my bottom bitch. Like she gets what she needs. Mm -hmm. I like so. I like how honest you are though, because I think if I was telling the story, I'd probably be like, I also knew that it would be better for her. To <laughs> but you were just honest. Yeah, yeah, which man. I like. No, yeah, I tell every first any like every guy that I date, uh, like the, the past year, that okay, you just need to know that if there's a show. I'm canceling if we have plans. <laughs> so, oh yeah, um, it can be very, it can be very selfish. Yeah, but I don't. But care. that'll change though because you'll be in charge of your own schedule a lot oh, more as you I progress. Yeah, now I can't say no to any spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will change. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, I mean, it can change, but there's also like, I get no. I just moved here. That's different. No, but the traveling, no the, the traveling will always be a challenge for, yeah. for, for comedians. Uh, the traveling will always be a challenge in relationships. Yeah. That's, I, that's a fact. My thing is just like, listen, all I want is a girl who will worship me as a God and love me unconditionally, but also leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> How is this so you better uh, You better become a Buddhist because it's going to be three or four lifetimes before you find that. <laughs> just, just so you know. <laughs> all basically, I, basically, all you've done is admitted that you're a man. Yeah. All <laughs> night. <laughs> Ironically, that's what I want so badly. I just want someone who, who who is just like so into me, but also is just like he's playing video games. I'll just sit quietly with him, like I don't. But you've know. also described my dream woman. Like I, I I want a woman who who I'm so into, but she also wants me to leave her alone quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I will, but I also want her to. That's this is another thing that has been the death knell of 
mini dating relationships for me is I need a woman who's wildly passionate about something. Something. Yeah. I need to not feel like the best thing in her life. Yeah. If I'm the best thing she's got going on in her eyes, because I would never think that about myself. But if she thinks I'm like one of the pillars, like if I'm a thing in her life, I cannot do that. I want to do I need to be desired, not needed. Yes. Oh so. desired, not needed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind That's of, the yeah. quote. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no. Well, that was great. Yeah, well, you're a fantastic great. guest. You oh, were. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so glad I got here. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry about that. No, no worries. I'm I'm a big dummy. I, I don't know the city well enough yet. So I'm just like, anytime someone sends me a, an address, I just click on the button and my maps takes me there. Um, listeners, I sent him to Brooklyn, but we're no, in well, the very <laughs> fairness, there's a number of factors that clicked in there. Katie said, what's the address? And I just lazily sent her the address. Yeah, yeah. Even though I, I know that if, that if that then registers as an address, when you click it, unless you put in New York, New York, it may, may choose the Brooklyn one. Yes. But however, because Katie knows that it's in the Lower East Side, I just, <laughs> I, first of all, I didn't know that it was going to the blue, but I also just assumed that when it got sent, it wouldn't be the Brooklyn one. But unfortunately... Yeah. You, you know 50 50 shot what happened <laughs> what it, it happened and it, it i knew not, as soon as i walked inside and i didn't see not it the end went, of the world gone yeah. to Brooklyn. well the, the bonus is that now you're getting an uber home to to queens i'm happy about it as a as a as a, as a sorry payment <laughs> yes. i'll take you know? it <laughs> but anyway thank you thank, oh pl- can you plug your stuff please? oh yeah oh yeah um i'm online uh at all the places twitter and instagram at shadozer s-h-a-y-d-o-z-e-r i have a podcast podcast with the very lovely noel cummings who you may or may not know is my ex <laughs> and, is, and is into shibari yeah yeah into shibari. <laughs> she's very very attractive you can uh go find her and uh and we have a podcast called freaky geeks um we talk it's it's so 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 wildly not safe for work i can't stress <laughs> enough some people are like uh i listened to it and you said things that i didn't expect you to say and yeah i'm gonna say things you don't expect me to say so uh you can go listen to that it's pretty fun and uh yeah and you can go uh i do stand up you'll see it on my social media yeah i was watching some of your stand up on youtube last night your dry bar stuff (laughs) was great yeah you you you, uh you you, hopefully you'll get some irish fans Uh, our our, our listenership is, is I'd say seventy-five percent Irish. Oh, nice! I would. I see. I'm chomping at the bit to get to England, and I want to go to Ireland also, so so badly to do stand-up. I'm so curious what it's like. Well, it's to very do easy to there. organize the Irish stand-up from the point of view. I can't help you with the English stuff. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, but, it um, does will help you. Yeah, his brother. I'm a gatekeeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, a gatekeeper. he's a gatekeeper. What? As it turns out, I don't know what I was talking about. I am a gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 his, his brother runs a great show. I uh, love it. The guy, I'm a I'm a Western gatekeeper. So if you need to go to Wyoming and do I, a show in Montana, maybe Idaho. I want to go to Montana. It's where all the horse Irish horse people go there. What? Oh yes, yes. So yeah, yeah, and Kentucky. Okay, in Kentucky. I did uh, a but anyway, like, we'll have you on again since I feel yeah. like we've Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, you guys are great. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you so much. <laughs> yes, that is the end of the chat with Shane. Thank you to Shane. Thank you to Katie. We're back recording in New York, so the sound of honking from my apartment has returned to our podcast. But that's a bit of a bit of NYC ambiance. Um, anyway, uh, we'll be back next Wednesday, Hump Day. With a, an episode Next week's episode Is going to be about breaking up We had said this week's one was But then we got 
chance to chat to Shane. Uh, next weekend's episode is going to be about breakups. Um, what else can I say? Nothing really. Hopefully now we'll get on Spotify. Please give us five stars on iTunes. Spread the word. We seem to have a, a, a quietly building base audience. It's building up nice and slow. So do spread the word. We love your feedback. Don't forget to email us. Contact the shift at gmail.com or at Des Bishop on Instagram, at Katie Boyle Comic on Instagram. Um, and any breakup stories, tips about breakups, send them our way. Um, but just keep, keep spreading the word. And we will chat soon on the shift. Uh, the Des Bishop Podcast should be back up and running soon, too. I'm going to throw that, that up on Acast and just get back to just fun chats with comics. I'm not going to try to, like, you know, do anything special with that. Now that we have the shift, which is, you know, its own animal, I'm just going back to basics with the Des Bishop Podcast, fun chats with random people, uh, you know, having some crack, talking about serious stuff. Uh, so that'll be back up soon and regular now that it's going up with Acast. So that's it. Have a good day. Enjoy your lives. I, I miss you. I miss you. I want your feedback. I need you. Good day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.